This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Welcome to Super Hoopers. I am your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, is my brother of basketball, John Hill. John, you enjoying these finals? I am. It's a nice break between hours uh, 13 and 28 of the OJ documentary that I've been watching. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the pod. This is a not-so-serious discussion of the NBA. The big news, John, of course, you know, 3-2 as we record this. It's Wednesday. Uh, June 15th, we got game six tomorrow. We haven't, I guess, I don't think we've talked since these, since the finals have begun, have we? I think we did our last pod uh, before. Yeah, we did. We, we, so we haven't, we haven't talked about the finals. Well, I was just going to say we did. I mean, we watched uh, game four together. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, we, we didn't potted. talk about it yeah, on yeah, the we internet did. though. Yeah, we that talked, was, uh, we actually, yeah, we had we were... an in-person experience. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Yep, we went to the bar with Feudernick. It was game? game three. It was the, when it was the Cavs blew, blew out the Warriors. That's it was right. probably the worst game ever to watch in the bar because the game was basically over a little after halftime, and none of us rooting for the Cavs. Or I don't know. Are you rooting for the Cavs in this series now, John? I mean, do you have a uh, – you're objective. Do you I'm have pretty objective. Interest? I would say definitely rooting for the Cavs now. Now that it, it looks like they might actually win? Well, I or think they, also they have just the Warriors chance. became insufferable. Uh, as so what, far as what about for. them? Be, what, insufferable in what way? They've just turned the corner of being a bunch of like whiners, and oh, they ha- come and on. come on, stop punching people in the dick. I, I this, oh. like let's this is he is a Draymond Green is a habitual dick puncher, dick kicker, and he's got to stop. He and the fans are getting insufferable, and it's just becoming like. This whole thing, and look, they're a great team. I don't want to take it away from them, but if we're talking storyline, LeBron winning it, I think is better than coming down, coming back from down three-one. Yeah, it's a better narrative, I guess, because I think Golden State wasted all their their good blood. I mean, all their their, their brownie points. Will. 
I don't think so. I mean, I think I think well, a you're a bit fan in the, of them. In the okay, <laughs> I think in the OKC OKC series a little bit they became unlikable, but this series I don't I haven't found anything they've done objectionable really. Like, I mean that Dre that 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 punch to the nuts was barely a punch to the nuts. It was more <laughs> like him getting up, and you know I felt like the Cavs whined more about it than 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 the Warriors did. I mean LeBron's out there uh, saying he's taking the high road, which. If you're taking the high road, you don't say, I'm taking the high road. No one on the high road is like, hey, I'm on the high road. So, and you know, there was all those reports of how the Cavs were lobbying the league to get Dre suspended. So, well, I don't know. I, I feel I do like wanna, the Cavs have been more whiny than, I, the, than I do the Warriors. Wanna, I do want to uh, talk about that because I thought that was the most ridiculous, ridiculous narrative of this whole thing. That somehow LeBron snitched or that they were complaining about it. Do people think the NBA doesn't watch the game? No, 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 but here's how it works. Here's how okay. it works. Like, Let's hear it. Adam Silver calls LeBron up, and he says, yo, give me your side of the story. And LeBron can be like, look, you know, we got tangled up. It was no big deal. Or LeBron can be like, oh, my nuts are still hurting, Adam Silver. Like, that Dre, he's so dirty. Like, I couldn't believe what he did to me, you know? And I think the contention is that's what, that's what LeBron, LeBron was, like, begging Adam Silver and making it seem much worse than it was so that Draymond would get this suspended. Of course they're going to defend their side. I mean, this this is not any conspiracy. I mean, it's just like it's habitual. And Yeah, no, look, I I look, I actually agree. I think he should have been suspended. Like I think you know, you only get so many nut punch, punches per playoffs <laughs> and like he yeah. exceeded his quota. Um, <laughs> but I do think like I mean like the contention that the Cavs are kind of whining about it seems to ring a little true to me, and I don't I don't think they needed to go that far. I mean we don't actually know what happened. We don't have the transcripts of you know all the Cavs calls to the league office or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although I would love to I'd love to read a, I'd love to listen into LeBron and Am Silver talking. I don't know. The Golden State just seems like this whole like this is a real game. You gotta you gotta man up. You gotta be tough. Like you guys are like come on now. Come on. Stephen Clay, you're not you're not well. Some, only not only Clay said that. Clay just said it's a man's game. Yeah, and he's like they're all. Complaining. He's the only one. It's not like there's a bunch of them out there saying it's a man's game. Yeah, well, ben? but the way they're trying to switch it as somehow that this is like the Cavs' fault for being these complainers and like. Yeah. I mean, the the Warriors should have known that he was going to get suspended. Like the, the the everyone was talking about it. Like it's a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just good business. It's just you know. The Warriors are, you know, going to kill them with Draymond probably in, in Game Five, and then they take Draymond out. Like they might have a chance, the Cavs. So, but it see, just I makes don't sense. even, I don't even think it's the NBA thinking that way. I think with the last one, they were like, "Hey, we're not going to suspend Draymond," because, but I think they clearly were like, "Hey, man, don't do it again." Like you're no, on I thin think ice. It, I think it is all. I think I think Reggie Reggie Miller said if if the series was tied two two, Draymond would not be suspended. Um, and I think he's 100% right. And I think that's what happened is last series, the Warriors were down 2-1, and they looked at it and they said, look, if we suspend him, they're going to go down 3-1. We're going to have a quick series. We're going to have OKC in the finals, which we don't want. We would prefer the Warriors. And so, you know, we'll leave him in there. This series, they're up 3-1, and it's like, look, we can stand for the finals to go on an extra game. That's more money. I mean, not that the NBA makes money off it, but, you know, it's better business for ESPN and, and the Warriors, actually, because they're going to get an additional game. Um so, oh, sorry, not the Cavs will get an additional game. So they'll, you know, they they suspend them because, like, who cares? The Warriors will still probably win. It won't really matter. But you know, we'll get a little extra TV money. I don't think it's like that. I think, like, even objectively, you could have said, "Hey, we weren't a hundred percent sure if he was aiming for the groin on that kick." 
So but John, suspend I mean, him come for on. That. Why would you? Why would you not suspend him for uh, the nut punch in the in the Adams uh, on because, Adams, and then and then suspend him for this? Well, no, because this is the point I'm trying to make. They could have said with Adams, they weren't. They're not sure if there's intent for the groin for the dick, right? So they're gonna play it safe and say, hey, we're not gonna throw the whole series over what's basically a judgment call on our part. But then when it, ha- but hey, you're on thin ice. And then when it happens again, and this time, clearly not an accident. Clearly, he he slapped his hand out there. Like, you can't say that he was in a shooting motion or anything. And then they say, well, look, dude, we told you not to do this again. We gave you the favor of not suspending you when you're down. And you did it again. So what do you want me to do? I have to suspend I, you. I, I think I you're being to. naive. I think you're being naive. I think if it was 2-2, there's no way he gets suspended. If it's 2-2, it's just they got tangled up. No big deal. Let him play, but if it, since they're up three one, they can they they can they can suspend him. Eh, um, I don't I don't buy into conspiracy theories and things like that. I don't think the that whole like oh if we we'll, we'll extend the series it'll be better for everyone. I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I just think that well, like he, he like had I one said, last shot and he did it again. You have to suspend him. You you have a much I guess less cynical view of things yeah. than I do. Yep. Uh, MVP. Who do you think is the MVP thus far? I think, I think I think I think Clay might deserve it just for the game six. What he did in game six in OKC. Just give give it like. I mean, maybe also maybe it should be a playoffs MVP instead of the finals MVP. I don't know. Yeah, I also feel like Clay's the guy that like steps up the most. He's so big in the third quarter. You know when, especially when Steph's not doing well. Yeah. Like he's the guy. And this is this is something I want to talk to you about. I this is my Clay Thompson theory. Mm, okay. All right. Big picture. I like it already. Clay Thompson is going to be the Scotty Pippen of this generation. He is going to go down. When we look back, we're going to talk about how great Steph Curry was. And Steph Curry could have, you know, in 2020, we'll say he, he could have destroyed LeBron Jr. And, you know, whoever's in the league. And they'll say that. And I think people are going to really, really sleep on how good Clay Thompson was, both offensively and defensively, because he he's a beast defensively. Yeah, he's incredible, and he's been really yeah he has been the Warriors MVP this playoffs. Um, many people say he's probably been the, well. That's not true. I think LeBron has been clearly the best player in the playoffs. But um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but no, I think it's a, I think it's a valid point. I just don't. I actually don't think this Warriors window is going to be that long um, because Steph is older than you think he is, and I think his skills will diminish. Like, I think this Warriors window is maybe three more years. So I don't think he'll have quite the the long shadow that Jordan has. Um, so I don't know. And I think this team is more viewed as a team than those Jordan Bulls were. I mean, we talk about Draymond Green. We talk about Iguodala. Um, you know, we talk about the great James Michael McAdoo, who's uh, been getting playing <laughs> He's been time. killing it. Yeah, but I so, think. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good point, though, because it's also because it's his demeanor, like Clay. Yeah is very low key. He doesn't seem to, yep. you know, want want that number one position or even seek it out. Although he is really good in the post game interviews, uh, much better than Steph is. Um, yeah, no, no, it's a valid, it's a valid. Theory. Yeah, because I'll, also I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Because also, you're gonna look back and, like, like you said, okay, even if Steph has three more years, let's say he wins three in a row, you know, or or right. three or four within this time, like. We talked about Jordan, how he was just like 
such a competitor and he just you know that he was a killer and all that that's that's the legacy of jordan you know he was just he just wanted it more than everyone else steph's legacy is going to be that dude can shoot from anywhere right we're going to look back and be like no 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 he was he was taking warm-ups from half court he was you know that i mean i still can't believe that what was it to uh was it to to go into overtime against okc um, uh, during the regular season, regular season, like that's yeah, that shot. That's gonna that shot is gonna be in our memories forever when we go back right. and and talk and you know all the hyperbole of it. No, we talk about how s- kids these amazing. days, kids yeah. these days don't shoot like Steph Curry did. And I think people are gonna <laughs> right. I think it's gonna be the reverse though. I think everyone's gonna shoot. Everyone's like gonna Steph. shoot like that. I yeah. think they're all learning that skill. Yeah, and because that's a learnable skill. Like. That's what that's that's why Steph is so popular is because you can look at him and think I can be that and I can practice and I can become that. I mean Jordan was six six with giant hands. Like you know you're not you're never gonna be Jordan. Um, where Steph Steph I think is six three. So it's like you know I could, you know you could get to six three if you're a kid thinking you know yeah drink your milk, stretch out at night. <laughs> you, know, you could you could get there. Yeah. How's how's your how's your dunk quest coming? It's, by the way, it's John? great. It's great. Uh, John, I'm up, for I'm those of you who don't know, at the beginning of the year, John said he'd learn how to dunk this year. Oh my improving god! Improving his vertical. Have you been working on it though? I've been no comment. I've, I've been working out. We still got about six months to go. Six, six seven months ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Kind of kind of getting back in it. Yeah. Really. I think I, you should have like I like. So this is my point. You should have gone the other way. Instead of learning how to dunk or saying you can learn how to dunk, you should have gone with the Steph Curry shooting. And say that you would develop like a consistent half court shot by oh. by the end of the year, like you can make I don't know six out of ten from half court or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that next year. Maybe next year I will make my resolution to like you know be pretend I'm a thirteen year old and learn to play like Steph. I think we overrate how how training can make you a great shooter because I think that's true. We don't know. It's one of those things where we're not really sure. I think it's you know, like like most things actually in life. We're not really sure how much is talent and how much is practice. I think it's like how much is effort. Oh no, I think it's absolutely talent. Because then what we're saying is Well, obviously it's gotta be be somewhat effort. You can't yeah. just ma- you know no one's born like a you know, a lights out shooter. They gotta put the hours in the gym. True, but you don't think other people have put in the hours that Steph Curry has? No, 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 no. I think I think talent plays a component, but I mean like the percentages I don't think we know. But yeah, yeah, Steph yeah. Curry, like he's a scratch golfer too. Which says something about you know whatever the aiming and yeah. muscle control or whatever like he has that skill exactly and it's like and so what you're saying about kids think that they can just like train and it's like well I bet Kobe spent way more hours in the gym than Steph and he can't shoot like that so what you're saying to kids is don't try John you're saying don't try Never just if you're not good at the it first step to failure look if the first day you're not good at something just give up. Yep. Just just move on to the next thing. That's what I did. I agree. I agree. I that's what we agree. did with my vert test. That's uh, well, that's what you did with your, your dunking. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I can't dunk. This yep. is never happening. Yeah. No, I think I think shooting's also, you know, eyesight and quickness and things like that, you know. I think certain people just see when they see that hoop, it's just visually it's probably just bigger than how we see it. You know, <laughs> are you saying people's eyes are different, John? Come yeah. on. I think oh, everyone yeah. sees it the same. No, no, I no, think... no. I think mentally, I think it's so different. It, <laughs> yeah, no, no. maybe like, mentally. Like, but think I about just... it this way. Like, and I feel this way as a, you know, as a filmmaker, I can look at something and take a f- and walk in and be like, this is how you frame the shot. This is how you shoot it. Because my brain can make that work. 
Where oh, I think with okay. a shooter, yeah, you're right. you could you're be right. like, right. hey, you're this right. shot there's is a, open. Or yeah, this rim per- is huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing, you know what I mean? Where some people just don't have that. So it's not the There's eyesight. a perception of the angles and everything yeah. like that. No, that's true. That's true because people do have – there is people who have an eye, like an aesthetic eye. They can yeah. be like, this will look good. Uh, should we move on to a, a new segment? Yeah, I, I, I hear we got a new segment here. This is a new segment we're going to try out, okay, right. uh, everyone? So bear with us. Maybe Actually, we might just cut it out if it doesn't go well, so who knows. Yeah. Uh, which, what should we call this segment? I was thinking about calling it Take City. Take City's pretty good. Yeah, it's like it's like welcome to Take City. Take City, taking it to the max, and take yeah, taking city. it, taking it to Ooh, the max, taking it to the max. All right, you guys vote. Everyone yeah, tweet yeah. at us. Take City, taking it to the max. I think taking it to the max is taking pretty it good. To the All right, because like, then I can go. Hey, John, you ready to take it to the max? Yeah, and can Max and have three like, X's? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe we can call it taking it to the mats. How about that, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, the right, mats. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll think name. about that one. We'll think about that one. <laughs> All right. So the, the way the so way this segment works is I have uh, I have I have a hot take. I have a scorching scorching take, and John has to guess whether I actually believe the take or not. Ooh. Wow. Okay. All right. All this right. Is, you ready? This is tough. Like because people think. Here's the thing. People think. That I'm a level-headed person, but I'm not <laughs> you at are all. Not a level-headed. I person. have some wild opinions. Yeah, like this. I yeah. mean, you just heard he thinks that, you know this whole thing's a conspiracy. So yeah, we, I we, also. I mean, I am. This is not one of my takes, but and I've I've heard uh, on one of the Grantland. I'm sorry, the Ringer podcasts. This guy's been getting a lot of shit because he thinks Deladova is better than Kyrie Irving. I 100 percent agree with that. Take. I was gonna say. I mean, but your Kyrie not, take. That's not. That's not one of yeah. it's not one of the takes, but it's not one of if the anybody takes? Oh, wants, okay. I mean, I could do that take. I think wow. Kyrie Irving is a ball hog, even though he had a great, great game last. Yeah, game. I think Those his historic game. Shots. I think his historic game the other night probably. John, those are impossible shots that do not go in every time, and you will see in Game Six or Game Seven that'll catch up to them because he'll take those shots and he'll miss them at the expense of his teammates, and the Cavs will lose. So I don't know. I still stand by my Kyrie is trash. I don't know if you uh, notice take. know this, but certain people's eyesights are different. Uh, they, the eyesight yeah. is different. My Kyrie perception of Kyrie is, Irving uh, is different. No, Kyrie's Look, eyesight is just uh, set he, to to the flame. He had an emoji. incredible game, but like the way he plays, it's like one on five. Like you know, like he's plays like there's no one else out there, and like no, it's maybe two on can... five. Him and LeBron. oh yeah, because LeBron occasionally <laughs> LeBron gets the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. We did. We did our first take, uh, which you can guess is true. Or, uh, not that, or, that I believe is true. It may not be objectively true, but subjectively, I believe it. Taking it to the max. Taking it to the max. All right. This is my first take. All right. You ready? This is my Steph Curry shoe take. All right. Ooh. Okay. So, John, you may be aware that there was a big kerfuffle on the internet with Steph Curry's shoes, the Curry Twos. You see these, the white on whites. Everyone uh, making fun of him, all right? Yeah. I think even you made fun of him, all right? But I'm out here to tell all you losers that you're bullies, you're lazy, and you're brainwashed, all right? Steph's a little guy. Yeah, okay, he's a little corny. He's a little square. That's just because he loves his wife. He's a family man. There's nothing wrong with that. All you people out there, all you internet assholes, you all you don't know what love is. You don't have you don't have anybody in your life to fully care about, to be monogamous with. Well, guess what? You're all gonna die alone. Well, Steph is gonna be he's gonna live till he's 85 with a loving, caring Aisha by his side. All right. 
So first of all, stop being bullies. Second of all, yeah, the shoes were white on white. Every single white on white shoe looks like a dad shoe or a nurse shoe. That's easy joke to make, super easy. I saw all these jokes, they're all lame. They're filling the blanks, lazy ass jokes. Take me two seconds to think of one of those, but I didn't. I ain't got time to think of lazy jokes. I gotta think of jokes that take a longer time to, to write, all right? What else? Last thing, you're a bunch of sheeple. Sheeple, sheeple, sheeple. Here's something to do. Here, go on your internet, because I know you're on the internet all the time. Look up these shoes. I got a list of shoes for you to look up, okay? <laughs> Nike Airmore Tempos, look those up. The Jordan 8s, look those up. The Jordan 15s, look those up. The LeBron 4s, look those up, okay? You got those up on your little browser? Now, objectively, all those shoes are trash. They're all way worse than the Curry 2s. 100% worse, guaranteed. We could get an art critic in here, they'd say they're worse, okay? But you don't, you don't make fun of those. You think, oh, you, 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 those are fine. Why? Because they're Nike. And you've been brainwashed by marketing. You think Nike's cool. Nike, Nike, Nike. Oh, I love Nike because I saw a bunch of commercials when I was a kid and my brain is too feeble to actually think for myself. Have you ever talked to someone who really knows shoes? John, do you, have you ever actually talked to someone who's in the shoe industry? Okay? I, worked, I, worked I haven't. Shoe. I haven't either, okay? I haven't done it. But one time I went to an expensive running store to get some nice running shoes, and the guy told me that Nikes were trash. They're made, they're made from bad materials. They suck, all right? So all you people who think the Curry 2s are whack, let me tell you something. 80% of signature shoes are whack. That's a statistics. That, that's, a, that's a fact. Look at the research. So don't make fun of them, okay? Just because they're Under Armour and Steph Curry's corny, all right? That's my, that's my Curry take. Oh, my God. Oh, that was so good. I tried really hard not to laugh through the whole thing. Oh god. Do I actually believe that take or not, John? Okay. What do you think? First of all, first of all, when that pitched okay, me first this of all, idea, I did uh -huh. not know it was going to be that. I thought he was just gonna say something like, Steph Curry's overrated. And I would have to be I did not know you were gonna go on a diatribe. Dude, that's that's what I mean. I <laughs> went on the radio was, like a like a sports radio. I thing. know, I know, I know. I didn't know that. I didn't get it. Uh, it was wonderful. Uh huh. That is your real opinion. Yeah, that's one hundred percent my real. That's one hundred percent your real opinion, and that's why oh, I was know, laughing the whole time because I was like, "You, you are you, you, you are cheating, like though. you cheated because you were on a text message thread where I was talking about the curry no, shoes and how much no, I love no, them. no. I know because I've seen how you dress. There's an ongoing theme about us making fun of you and how you dress, and I for sure believe. That you like those shoes. It not but my even main... in an ironic way. In like your like if it was on the wall, you would have walked up and be like, What are those? I want those. maybe not. I mean, I don't think I'd actually <laughs> want them, but I my point is that most most of these signature shoes are like ugly. Like there there's a lot of ugly shoes out there. there I didn't think curries shoes. were particularly more ugly than other ones. I thought it was just the color scheme. You put white on white on any shoe, it kinda it just looks like a nurse's shoe. Yeah, and I agree um, and I agree with that because I actually thought that uh we actually this weekend walked by an Under Armour store and we went in and looked at them. And they're pretty ugly, but that photo they posted is like the it was a least bad photo. The least, yeah, flattering. least flattering, yeah. And it deserves like, yeah, it deserved yeah. all the mockery. I do think I do think a lot of like, I do think it was just an e very very easy joke to make that I that I think it was why it got a lot of that. Oh, it was great. But like, you know, if you if you look at those shoes I listed, those shoes are way uglier. And then remember, like a, like last year Durant had those shoes that, like went up to his knee oh, or those something. Are, those like, are horrible. 
Tom. Yeah, but there's no, there's not an easy joke. You just say you look like an ostrich or something. Yeah. There's not like a, there's not like a billion jokes you can yeah. make about that. No, that was a perfect. That was like a perfectly timed, like bad photo. Steph Curry's being whiny lately, and it's Steph just Curry, like, he's, he's it was not like having a slow the, he's basketball. Not having a great finals. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of time between the games. Uh, hey, did you see? I made it in uh, Yahoo Sports. I did not. Oh, it was funny because when you're talking about people tweeting, I had uh, uh, your tweet a, made it. My tweet made it. Yeah, I wrote oh, that. Nice. Um, the I work at the Cheesecake Factory eights. That was mine. Because you have to wear white shoes at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I did not know that. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Shout wow. out Cheesecake Factory. Shout out oh, every single NBA player's favorite restaurant. Everyone's favorite um, restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's great. Great take. I gotcha. Take it right. to the max. All right, here's my next take. You ready for All right, let's take? hear this next take. Okay. Let's, John, let's talk about Kevin Love and his performance or lack of performance in Game 5. Let's the do it. The man is trash. The man is utter garbage. He's a big zero. That's probably why his number is zero, okay? What did he score? Two points? Did he get two points? Okay. And don't give me these advanced stats about plus minus. I don't want to hear it. He's a minus minus. People talking about his floor spacing or something like that. The only space I see is between his ears where his brain should be. All right? He should have to turn in his beard. I want the man to turn in his beard because he's a boy and this is a man's league. All right? And Kevin, let me tell you something, Kevin. You're not a man. You're a fruit. And I don't mean it in the gay way. I mean it in the shape of your body because your body's a pear. All right? <laughs> hit, the, hit the gym, Kev. Work on your upper body. All right? You look like a bearded Ken doll, all right? And I mean you look exactly like the Ken doll, right down to the private parts, because you don't got any. If I were the Warriors, I'd put green on you, all right? Because you can't get ejected for hitting a man in the balls when he doesn't have any balls. So I'll get out of this league, Kevin. Get out. Maybe pull a Juana man and go play in the WNBA where you belong. Wow, scorching. That was a fireball. Yeah. Oh, man, this one's harder. I can't tell. Um, I'm going to say you don't believe that. Of course not. Come on. <laughs> These freaking idiots out here <laughs> criticizing Kevin Love. To go- Kyrie Irving, there, there was a, some stat where Kyrie Irving and, and LeBron James like had like 80% usage. They were using like the entire Cavs possessions. How was the guy supposed to score? Like... Why are you killing him? Do you have two guys who are just going off? Like, what, what's Kevin Love supposed to do? He's out there in the corridor spacing the floor, like that, you know, to open up the lanes for LeBron and Kyrie. Like, what, like, I just, it's like, everyone's like, oh, he, he no-showed that game. He didn't no-show the game. Kyrie Irving and LeBron showed the game, and there was just not enough possessions left. Yeah. So, it drove me crazy, all the Kevin Love takes after game five. Like, oh, the guy's trash. The guy, oh, he doesn't. Because no, you know, he needs to take over the game. All this stuff. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, come I'm, on. I, leave, leave Kevin alone. <laughs> all right. I, I'm a huge Kevin Love fan. I, I love him. I'm a big. I mean, I don't. For I don't. UCLA I, I, guys and. I, I think he may be overrated, but it's like the shit he gets is is just ridiculous, and it's like. His defense <sighs> yeah. has actually been pretty fine this postseason. It's yeah. Fine. It's like it's he's fine. not. It's like. Yeah, he's he's fine. I mean, he's he's fine. He's, yeah. he's not he's not being he's like the third option. So it's yeah. like he's that that he would be, look a lot better if he was the second option or the first option. Like, but I mean, yeah, that's his problem. Is that's not he, his role. His his role is he should be an offensive player, and they're not using him. So really, they're using him for his weakness. And but it's like you don't guy. have 
yeah, you just don't have enough. There's just not enough like possessions to go around when you got yeah. LeBron and Kyrie. Um, yeah. So and like, why would you? I mean, those two guys are playing out of their. I mean, the shots Kyrie was hitting like were insane. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta feed feed that dude when he, when he's hot. And same thing with LeBron. Yeah. Um, wow. Great take. Taking it to the max. I love this bit. Take I, it to the I, max. I think we need to save ten minutes of every show of you just yelling. Just me, and just yelling. Just, <laughs> this is great. This is what I. This is this is what I always wanted this podcast to be. Uh, me yelling about stuff. <laughs> yeah, you in a room by yourself yelling at things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's hard. They're hard to. It's hard to come up with hot takes that you actually believe, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I'll, no. I. I mean, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I think you did a fun. great job, Matt. Get at, should we do get at me, dog? Let's get at me, dog. So actually, last week, uh, so anyways, briefly how the game works is John and I tweet at NBA players, and we get points if they respond. Uh, last week, I don't think we ever said, but it's Chris Humphreys was the guy we were doing. Yeah, we did not um, say that. So we didn't say it. We didn't. We didn't. But anyway, so sorry for anybody who likes to play along. Um, so my tweet to Chris Humphreys, I said, "What's it gonna take to get you to sign with my Lakers?" I can offer my life savings, 32 cents, and my list of LA's top burritos. Chris Humphrey's a free agent, uh, John, in case you didn't know. Got it. Got it. And the Lakers the Lakers have three NBA players. And they have three uh, NBA players, yeah. yeah. Um, and what happened? Well, did you tweet? Why don't we do your tweet oh, first? Oh, oh, okay. My tweet. All right. This is a good one. I took a photo of Chris Humphrey's. First of all, Chris Humphrey's. Very handsome fella. Very, uh, yeah. Very, I, agree. I did not realize. I how agree. Handsome I he was. I was looking at his Instagram and I was like, you know, he, I think he's one of those guys who looks just much better in a shirt rather than a jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a photo of him. Uh, I was looking at photos. It's him like shooting and he's smiling, and I was like, God damn! Oh, so that's how we got Kardashian. Very handsome. Yeah. So I did a little photoshopping. I did a little like uh, you know one of these cheesy effects, and then I, <laughs> then I wrote Chris yeah. Humphreys hashtag forty three, and then I put a smiley face emoji and three one hundreds. That's the photo you made. That's you the, made I just made a photo. A cheesy, and it's, yeah. And I I tweeted at him. My daughter made this in computer class. Cool, huh? She's your biggest fan. Good luck next year. It's good. It's good. Solid. Solid. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so did you get any? Well, we should, you know, drum roll. And, and what was the response? I got nothing. I got nothing. I got yeah. someone else liked it. Uh, I I had a lot of interactions. You had from a lot other of people. I got someone else. Good. I guess someone else said they were Chris Humphrey's agent. Um, oh. And they th- they throw in a coupon to get him to L.A. So <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was actually his agent. That's pretty. Someone good. else joining in on the joke. Yeah. Um. I think yours is pretty good with the daughter. The daughter's yeah. a nice angle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking that. Um, look, we just tweeted at him earlier today, so give it some time. I'm hoping that next week right. we'll have an update because Chris Humphrey seems like a good guy. Maybe he'll, you know, hook it up for the daughter. Uh, yeah. Do we have a Do we have a candidates for for next week? Who or? should we do next week? Should we do your boy Joel Embiid? Ooh. Or do you think he doesn't? Or do you think he doesn't interact enough? No, I mean, I think we got to try it. Let's do it. We got to we got to try it at some point. We got to go with the the Shirley Temple God. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been tweeting a lot. So. Oh yeah, have yeah. you seen? I'm sure you have, because you're a diehard Sixers fan. Have you seen all the footage of him uh, lately, like in the gym and stuff? <laughs> have yeah, I? Yeah, of course. <laughs> have yeah, I? yeah, he looks. <laughs> and did you? 
Did you see the photo of him meeting Brandon Ingram when he's just towering over Ingram? Yeah. Oh yeah. The dude, how it's, tall is he? Is he like seven four? He's like he's he is huge. a monster. That's he the, is a monster. That's the one thing about his foot injury. Since his foot injury, he's grown two inches. Yeah. So that's kind of like part of me is like say like is hoping that like hey the reason it rebroke was he was still growing. Now that he stopped growing, he'll just you know dominate for thirty years. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. Hope springs eternal for uh, the Sixers. Yep. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs and beefs. Shout outs and beefs. What do you got? Hey, shout out. Shout out to my man, Jonathan Abrams. Uh, do you know who Jonathan Abrams is? He's a writer, basketball yeah. writer. Yeah. He wrote a book. He wrote a book called Boys Among Men. Yeah. And it's about all the players who. It came out a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But I just got. It just got. I just got around to reading it. Oh, okay. uh, it's very, very good. It's not my. It's not my favorite of kind of like basketball books. It's very readable. It's very good. But it's like a lot of the stuff I kind of knew before. But it's still. It's still excellent. Um, my favorite book is this guy. Is by George Dorman, and okay. it's called Play Their Hearts Out. If you're looking for like a kind of youth basketball book, that's that's the one I'd recommend. That's the one. It's about like an, it's kind of about the AAU scene and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but the Jonathan Abrams book is still excellent. I look, he's a guy who I I look forward to. He's a young guy, so I look forward to hopefully many more books uh, like this uh, throughout uh, throughout his career. Uh, I'm gonna shout out uh, my homie Andrew Lynch, top writer of basketball at Fox Sports. Uh, wrote a really great article about LeBron James and why he's too smart. Essentially, what do you every- mean? What's the what's the thesis? Essentially, everyone wants LeBron to play like Jordan, but he doesn't play right. like Jordan. He plays like Magic, and right. LeBron will not take force bad shots and to to will the team. You know, to take over the game because right. he's oh, so he's smart that smart. he'll. He'll instead of driving in the lane with five people, he'll always make that open pass. And um, and then on times where you know like Draymond isn't playing, then he will take over because he realizes that's the smarter play. Is the lane's open. The lane's open. I'll make this. Where you know when he's playing against Iggy and Draymond, it's it's harder because they switch and stuff. So oh, we but, didn't we didn't touch, we don't touch on this, but what do you actually think is going to happen in this series? Golden State's the better team. Uh, but this has been a real hard, hard series to sort of like, as most of these playoffs, to really get a handle on because Golden State just blows them out twice, which is what I was expecting. But then that third game ha- happens, and who knows? Do they just not, not show up to Cleveland? If LeBron plays like he played last game, he's he's unstoppable. Am I gonna like really count him out? I I don't know yet. I mean, I think I think he probably won't pull it off, but. If you win in Cleveland and then you know you win one more game, it could happen. Yeah, I think a lot and of people Bogut are being saying, out too. I mean, that's, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that matters that much. I don't think Bogut. I almost think the Bogut injury helps them because it forces them to go small more. Um, but I, I could I could see this Draymond suspension going two different ways. You know, I I think I think he you know I think he's probably actually happy that they lost Game Five, <laughs> so he can you know so he can you know so he can play in the deciding game. Um, and so I can see him coming out, you know, being really fired up and firing everyone else up, and they win Game Six kind of easily, or they win, you know, win Game Six and a nail biter. But I can also see him trying to do too much, um, kind of like if you at the beginning of Game Seven and OKC, he had that mentality where he was, you know, I think forcing it a little bit, and so I could see him playing that way um, as well. And and also maybe he also could be a little worried about, you know, getting 
uh, in, in more trouble and getting, you know, suspended for a game seven. So, yeah. yeah, I really don't, I don't have a good prediction. I was pretty sure, I mean, I was in Vegas for game four and I was pretty sure the Warriors were going to win game four and I put a lot of money on the various Warriors bets, <laughs> which turned out well for me, John. Yeah. If I may shout out myself. Um, yeah. I, had, I had money on uh, Steph Curry uh, over over five, uh, five po- uh, three-pointers. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I had money on the Clay Thompson, his over 21 points. I had money on the under for LeBron, points, rebounds, and assists. So, um, yeah, that was that was actually pretty great. When I when I put the me and all my friends, we all put money on uh, LeBron James under for points, rebounds, and assists. And the guy taking the bets was like, "You guys got no respect for the king." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got some beefs. Want to hear a beef? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right. Beat writers? No. The beat writers are at it again, John? It's Pissing everyone. you off? It's everyone. Uh, okay, so word came out that... Uh-huh. Uh-oh, no. Ben Simmons is not going to work out for anyone. Wait, your your beef is Sixers-related? I'm Sixers shocked. Related. Yep. The problem is everyone's writing that Ben Simmons is not working out for the Sixers. And the other day, he was on radio two days ago saying that... They asked him where he wants to go, and he says, I want to be the number one pick. And okay, all right. We get it. We get it. Philly's going to draft Ben hey, Simmons. Hey, I'm allowed to beef, be a right? I'm allowed to beef. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. ESPN on NBA. NBA prospect Ben Simmons declined the invitation to the Sixers pre-draft workout. Well, it's not wrong. It's, it's not, not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not It's not infactual or unfactual. Yeah, whatever it is. I got, I got some beef, John. What do you got some beef? You always got beef, bro. I got some beef with <laughs> usually some usually people I'd never have beef with. Usually yeah. people I love. Yeah. This will be the this will be the good people that make up the NBA subreddit. Oh. Uh, there was a or a post that said the NBA Ringer podcast is pretty bad. Any alternatives? Now in this thread, our podcast was not mentioned once. What? So I'm I'm beefing. I'm beefing. Yeah. Yeah, Reddit. I'll, come I'll, on, dog. Yo, yeah, Reddit. Come on, come, come on. on. One of our one of our tens of listeners yeah, must be a, 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 re- a power Reddit u- user. You didn't post. You didn't post. I didn't. I didn't post. Ah. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not the best at self promotion. Uh, I posted a lot in the thread though because I have also not been enjoying the NBA Ringer podcast, and so I w- it was very cathartic. I thought I was alone. I thought everyone loved it, but I was. It was very cathartic to read all the people hating on it. So. Yeah, it hasn't uh, been great, and I was I was pretty upset with uh, the one writer Pat, who's supposed to be a Sixers hinky guy, and then he just yeah, lets, oh, oh, and he lets oh. Simmons just walk over him. Yeah, like, yeah, he was the worst. He that was actually not was that on the was that on the NBA one or the Bill Simmons one? But uh, yeah, yeah, he, Simmons is making these wild claims, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. boss. Yeah, 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 yes, boss, yes, sir." Yeah. Yeah. Simmons is like, like Simmons I is like, wrote "Oh, him. if." I, if, yeah. if if Hinky's so Simmons like if Hinky's so smart, how come he didn't draft Giannis Antetokounmpo over Michael Carter Williams, bro? Every single person yeah. didn't draft Giannis, okay? Yeah. Like twenty GMs didn't draft Giannis. Will you shut up about this? Yeah. No one saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. Second of all, they draft Michael Carter Williams, who won the Rookie of the Year. Yeah. He won the Rookie of the Year, and then they flipped him for a top five pick. Come on, man! Like you can't get better than that. Like. Look, there is a case to be made, and we made it in an hour-long podcast that Hinky was, or I made it in an hour-long, that Hinky, you know, made some mistakes. But 
you know, drafting Michael Carter Williams over Giannis was not one of them. I mean, it was if you had like perfect knowledge of the future. Well, how about Danny Ainge didn't draft him? No one drafted him. Exactly. Yo, no so, one was so like beef with that guy. I think your name's Pat. You're a comedy writer. You put you you were you're supposed to represent us. You're supposed and, to represent. And, and you're Philly. supposed to run and especially to the pod father. And you need to you need to the bring your A game. <laughs> you need to bring your A game. All right. You can't let him off the hook. Like I don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to bring it. Oh, I I, sh- I could shout out. Uh, I'll shout out. Um, uh, Shea Serrano. His uh, NBA newsletter is quite excellent. Just wrapped up its first season. Um, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was very lukewarm on him. You as were a writer. very lukewarm. I thought I was cra- very. Was, he was like my number two shout out. Yeah, yeah. Second shout out of all time. It's because my first exposure to him on Grantland was his text from Pop, which I did, which I didn't think was. I thought it was, you know, not not. It was fine, but it wasn't brilliant. But his newsletter, I think, has been fantastic. It's I really think his, great. I think his newsletter has been my favorite, like NBA related content um, of the past year. Um, and so I, yeah, I think he, I think that I, I don't, I, I don't know how the like inner workings of all this stuff goes, but I'm not, I don't know why Simmons hasn't hired him at the ringer. I don't know if he's under contract somewhere else or what's going on, but I don't know. I would love that NBA newsletter, like on a website. Uh, yeah. I think he does. Yeah. I mean, what I like about him is he just does his own thing. It's like, he's just like amassing his own army of followers and stuff. And I think. Yeah, he's crazy. Like he he'll tweet stuff like, "Hey, I'm in New York. Come have dinner with me." Like, yeah, he's so open. And then you know, full disclosure, I emailed him, and he just emailed me back. I just emailed him like a thing, and he's emailed me right back, like in like five minutes. It's like he's he's crazy. Like he's an open book, or he's he's very available, which is which I appreciate because he's just a dude. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. He's just a dude. He's really funny though. He's He's, really funny. He's probably the what the probably the funniest NBA writer out there. Yeah, yeah. So you're only like uh, 22 episodes late on that, Matt. Thank you. I'm only I'm only like four years late on the yep. Shea Serrano yeah. greatness. Yeah. So shout out to Shea. Great job. Yeah. If that's who is that how you pronounce his name by the way? Who knows? I think that's how you pronounce it. I mean, sure. how else would you pronounce it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else? You got anything else? No. That's it. That's it. All right. So uh, who's winning tomorrow night? Uh, I mean, I gotta say, I gotta say, the Warriors. You know, I'm a Warriors homer. Uh, like you said, I think they are. I think they are the better team. I think in the aggregate, they're the better team. I do think that, as I mentioned, the Kyrie Irving game will actually hurt the Cavs, and that Kyrie will force a bunch of shots. That I and I don't think it's sustainable what they were doing from either him or LeBron. I mean, LeBron was making a bunch of threes and jumpers yeah. that he never makes. Yeah. Um, and the war and the Warriors were still even in that game, like in the third quarter. So I think the Warriors are better. I think they'll be. You know, on their A game to win it. I think Dre will be rested. Um, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with the Warriors. But to hedge, I would not be surprised if the Cavs won. Right. All right. That was, that was a definitive take. <laughs> but I was, if I was in Vegas, if I was in Vegas, I yeah. would put money on the Warriors because I'm pretty sure the Cavs are favored. Yeah. Um, and I would bet uh, on all of all of Draymond Green stuff. I would bet the over on all of it. Wow. If there's a if, the, if there's a foul bet, bet the over. Like fouls, bet the over. <laughs> if there's a nut punch, bet the over. Bet, okay. Yep, that sounds good. Well, all, all right, right folks. Yeah. Hey, great pod, bro. Great pod. Great Until pod. next week. Keep keep open. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting. You're now listening to Super. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super. 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 Super.
say, bro? It's just form a fucking wall. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. That's terrible. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu slash gradschool. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. reported three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.